You are listening to the Green Lantern Corecast, episode number 117. This episode, this is not your life, Kyle Rayner. I'm your host, Frank Mattel. Joining me today are my panelists of great, inspiring, interested minds in the Green Lantern realm. They are Kuhan, Carlton, and Brandon. Guys, insight. See, what you should have said was great, inspired minds and Colton. Uh, yes, yes. Emotionally abuse me. Slowly drive me to insanity. It's all good. I'm good. Brandon. Yeah. Cool, you're here. You're ready to All right, so I thought he died. <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing uh, Green Lantern number nine, Green Lantern Corps number nine, and of course, Green Lantern New Gardens number nine. Pretty much we have the, uh, the triple nines of the Green Lantern universe here today, and we're going to discuss all these things and more. Herman right would be proud. It's our 999 plan. Uh, before that, however, we have a little bit of news. Am I right, Brandon? Yeah. A yeah. little bit. Just a little bit of tiny little news. Just a little bit. Brandon, hit him with the news. Well, um, most people listening to this uh, probably heard of this tiny movie called The Avengers. And it's doing all right in the box office. It's, it's like a little independent flick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Is it, is it a European film? There's some Russian in there. Yeah, it doesn't it have Green Lantern in it? Because that's why it's relevant. Colton, Colton, it becomes relevant really soon. Just shut up. That's the one with uh, with Emma Peel, right? Yeah, I think I've seen that one, right? Maybe. So yeah, it's made some money, and uh, Warner Brothers uh, has taken note and have decided to mirror that, if you will, with a Justice League movie. Yes, Justice League. See, that's how it's relevant, Colton, if you just shut up for two seconds. I was just joking, you son of a bitch. God damn it, Colton. Stop ruining this. Brandon? Yeah, guys. What it, what, what they said, Colton. Anyway. um, Ed to Brandon. So, uh, Warner Brothers has hired uh, Will Beale um, to write the script. Um, he has written nothing of interest yet. But he did write Gangster Squad, which has a fantastic trailer. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it. Um, and they're treating this like his top priority again. They're also... Yeah, uh, he's, guy's doing, he's doing Logan's run too, right? No, actually, uh, he isn't doing that anymore. Okay, well, he was going to be doing Logan's run. Yeah. Sorry, that's what you <laughs> tweeted. I remember that, you saying that. So. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, um, I guess in 
not so news or rumor news uh former uh dc comics creator mark millar uh heard from a friend that the script was dark and mature so um take that as you will it's mark millar if it, if he heard it himself i wouldn't believe it but uh apparently his friend said the script was dark and mature and uh also a bit of news before we got for you guys get to discuss that warner brothers is still trying to decide if they're going to make a sequel to green lantern i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing well it could be a good thing if they actually make a good movie I don't know well, if it's a good thing or well, bad thing that they're still deciding. Like, yeah, I don't know. A, no, the hope is the movie will come out and it's good, of course. But yeah, it, it, that's the fact that it's still in the works to even be discussed whether or not they're going to make another movie. That doesn't bode well. Well, I, I think if if they if they decide on doing it, then they have to decide on how they're going to do it differently. And I think that's probably right, sure, the stage sure. they're at now. It, it's not a, whether if they want to do it. I think if they're still thinking about it, they're going to do it. And it's a matter of how they're going to make it different, how they're going to connect it to well, the upcoming the way, Man of Steel. The way the, way the film, films work now, it's... I mean, like, with at least superhero films, we, we've had the, you know, it's in the works, it's in the works, it's not in the works. Yeah, I mean, speaking as a Flash fan, that's been the summer. And the Wonder Woman fan. Ten years. And Wonder Woman is worse, yeah, because yeah, so. she's had multiple scripts written. Well, wasn't there also Flash a rumor of a Lobo movie? Directors. What? Wasn't there also a rumor of a Lobo movie at one point? There is a Lobo movie. In fact, that's probably the most uh, developed movie in the DC slate right now. It's got... I'll watch it. But there's 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 other there's other stuff right in development right now with like like other they've got other DC DC properties that they're that they're trying to develop as well. The the problem with the DC whole lineup thing is that they're not really being interconnected. I mean, the whole thing with Batman is you know the director seems to like not want to be interconnected. All he just wants history movies and then wants to leave and make them redo it again. Which right. is kind of a I dick. Mean, well, no, I mean, it's it's, it's That's fair enough. Technically, but... not a dick move. No, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a, I want to make good movies move, yeah. and you guys go make your own movies if you want to. Can't make a good movie that also fits with the new no. You can't always adhere to the demands of, like, you know, of fans or other people. If you, if you want, you can always have your cake and eat it, too. That's, that's the case that happened here. And the Batman movies came out long before any of the, uh, the rebooted Superman movie, or, or in any ways that they were trying to link the movies, even what, like during during that time, he decided to make a movie to stand alone on his own in a in a real world scenario that he wanted, like you know, inv- that he envisioned. And, and, he, and he did he did successfully bring back superhero movies, like as a serious he, film. T- yes, he did. But mainly, we all we all credit to uh, Christopher Nolan for the way most of these movies are even are even becoming like pumped out nowadays. I I just don't think it would have hurt if he could have thrown in the, the tiniest bit of reference that it existed in the same universe. They no. can't like, technically the Batman movies cannot function with the existence of Superman or Green Lantern or Wait, Wonder Woman can, can, in any can, can, in any can, shape, form, and facet. That that Batman that universe cannot function let, let me explain no, you, no here's here's the thing no, if, if, if the other heroes come after batman it could yes work, but no it's, yes it's still, that's what i'm it's, saying but like the, can't, the, can't, we, can't we end the third movie with like a little newspaper about rumored rumored uh superman or something like that a man of steel appears something like that wouldn't that take away from the entire movie you just yeah. got done watching yeah, it, it would. There will be no. There will be no finite. There, ending. I mean, there it, is a, there is a possibility, however, of like in a later movie, in another hero's another hero's movie, like oh, by the way, Christian Bale is Batman. <laughs> but um, 
Okay. Um, but no, I, I, what, what I'm saying is, in the for this for this Justice League thing, do we know if they're trying to do the Justice League first and then branch out to the other movies, or the other way around? Because I know I don't remember who was saying this. I think it was on some site. Somebody was suggesting that 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 would be their best course of action was do Justice League and then show a Flash movie, a Wonder Woman movie, and other movies, as opposed to try to do it the the Marvel way. Actually, if they did, if they did, pe- people would love a Justice League movie regardless, and it would get people pumped for the individual movies, I think, if they got to know the characters first. And and that was the plan uh, back when they had the writer's strike and they had that rush Justice League film. Um, the, the one uh, being, being directed by the dude who did Thunderdome? And Happy Feet. And it had, and it had, it had, like, what, Ar- Ar- it had Army Hammer as uh, as Batman, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the, that, that script was specifically written so you can spin off a, a Flash and Wonder Woman movie. Now, I don't know if that's the, still the case, but uh, WB, like I said a little earlier, they're working on Aquaman. They're working on Wonder Woman. They've got uh, Flash in development. They've got Lobo and Suicide Squad, all as listed active films. Well, and now, and now, like with with the success of Avengers, it's like you know people would love to see this big budget, like Justice League. You know, the other like, oh, I know Batman and Superman, and that Green Lantern movie wasn't that bad. You know, like I, I know these guys too. I, I like as opposed to like you know like Iron Man and and stuff. Like they're like, oh, I've heard of these guys and they're cool, and I watched all their movies. You know, Iron Man, Thor. A lot. I mean, how many people guys before, but like Batman, Superman? People would pay to see just a movie with just Batman and Superman. So other guys there is cool too. Exactly. Like, how many people would go see Avengers, not seeing any of the movies that came before it, saw the Hulk in there, and was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to go see the next Hulk movie." Oh you yeah, de- and- no, definitely. The, the the Avengers movie did do well in in the facet that it works alone by itself without having the need the need of the other movies to actually you know make it a good movie. I mean, to be honest though, however, the, the other movies do lend a bigger overall facet to like everything that happened. You know. In the movie itself, I mean, if you say technically, it, the in the way Marvel did it, and I, and I and I'm sorry to say, the way Marvel did it, they did it in a smart fashion, in because they wrote it like they were writing comics. They wrote these movies like they were writing comic books. That they every other movie is a standalone issue that leads to the main event book, and technically, that's the correct way of doing it. I mean, you do Iron Man one and two. You set up the characters. It's, it's also up. the most risky way, though. Right? No, no, no it no. is. I, I, they, they do Iron Man one, and then at the end, they're like, "Oh, by the way, Avengers Initiative. Hope we don't fail." Yeah, yeah. They they they, they pepper in you know the the whole like there's something bigger on the horizon, but they never they never they never bog yeah, down the, like even, the first movies Thor, with Thor, that. Like until even until Thor came out, until they announced that they were doing the Avengers, they were still like, "Man, they're really pushing this Avengers things. I hope that Avenger movie actually happens." Until they until they released the first trailer for it, it was like, man, I hope this Avengers movie actually happens. Yeah, but that was always the game plan. They had a set goal. No, right? It was it was their goal, but it was it was still like what I'm saying is it was risky because like it still wasn't necessarily going to happen until like even even like until they at the very least announced Josh Whedon as a director. Like until even that moment, it wasn't even certain. Like we're like, well. Is it going to happen or not? It was. It was. It was. What I'm saying is, it was a risky move, as as yeah. opposed to doing a Justice League movie and spinning off these other characters who you've grown to love during the Justice League movie. No, that true, true. It, it is. It was a risky move, but they can't go a similar route now. That's 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 the thing, and that's you know that's how movie like movie executives and, and you know these likes actually think about seeing that they have to get the movie out now. They have to try to get you know they have to try to you know catch up to the bandwagon. Right. Yeah. It's it's too and, late. It's too late to do to do a Green Lantern movie, a Flash movie, a Wonder Woman 
movie and catch all those up and then exactly. lead into they've got to they've got to do a just league movie and then branch out. It's true. Exactly. And and I think if they do it right, then then it'll be pretty good. Yeah, hope, great. like hopefully, hopefully, you know, they they get the proper actors, they get the the, the proper store, and they don't try to um what's the word boggle it too, down with too much of trying to understand what everybody's going through or like separate characters in many ways like how green lantern in my opinion did wrong it's throwing too many concepts of the comic book into the movie that's the that was a that was one of the direct problems of the green lantern movie itself was they were trying to you know again with the creative input of Jeff johns they're bogging it down with too much of his ideas into the movie and not going anywhere with it the, the question the question is then can we be attached to these characters who in in a Justice League movie who you know were just meeting for the first time as opposed to like in Avengers you know you were you were mostly you're like these characters had developed a character for themselves and then we got attached to them and so like I, I think you know we had to we learned do we have to, are we gonna have to re, like learn about all these characters within the movie where we didn't have to do that in Avengers because we'd already learned we'd already got, gotten all their origin stories we'd already learned about all of them we don't have to learn about we didn't have to learn about them again but you, you still could walk into the movie cold because they had characters that were developed do we have to redevelop all the characters. Uh, Tony, if you want to just leave or if you have to the characters in a way that they can function in a two hour, like two hour and a half world, you know, that they exist for two hours and a half and you have to get the characters out as, you know, in a concise way that the audience can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying and, is, is, is and, that, is that, is, so, the, is the first half hour going to have to be this crap like, oh, now we're learning who Wonder Woman. Now we're learning who Flash is. Now we're learning who Green Lantern. Are we gonna have to do that crap, or do we? Technically, even the Avengers did that. I mean, even in the beginning of the first, uh, the beginning of the Avengers movie itself, you technically got a, a handle of who these characters were in the first half hour of that Avengers movie without having to actually you know, throw back into the rest of the, the rest of the films because you got who Captain America was. You got who uh, you have Black Widow was. You got who uh, who Thor was when he shows up later on. You got who like the, the moment Iron Man shows up, you already know who he is, but. Like the only other guy who technically has no say, like you know, who we are fresh to in that movie was Hulk. You know, uh, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, and in the movie we get a sense of who he is and, and Hawkeye. throughout. Say it again. And Hawkeye. And Hawkeye, you get some. What do you mean, Hawkeye? Because I mean, the thing about the movie is, I guess, so many characters. Hawkeye sort of thrown into the wayside, but you understand who this character is later on when he shows up. He's an archer and he does badass things. That's about all he is. Well, when he, when he becomes a good guy again near the end. Okay, okay. Sorry. We should probably yeah. move on. Right, right, right. Uh, again, so just to uh, say, this movie we would love. We would love to see this movie come out. We would love this movie to be done correctly. And if anyone out there who's actually you know in doing the devel- development of the movie itself. Focus on your characters and focus on the event itself. Do not focus too much on trying to boggle it down with too much comic book like knowledge and you know peppering so many you know abstract knowledge uh, like little origin stories from the books themselves. No, save that for the original film. Save that for when the movies have to branch out. Will, gonna- Will Beal, there's this guy Jeff Johnson. There's the CCO there, but maybe take his stuff with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Do not. You don't have to like you know take his word as God. You know, it's like. <laughs> Tell the good story. Exactly. Focus on the story and focus on the characters because that's that's your that's your bread and butter. Everyone's gonna love. Oh, everyone's gonna know that there's gonna be a giant uh, explosion, giant alien monstrosity, or whatever that they're gonna go up against. We all Star know up. that's gonna happen. We all know there's gonna be some sort of war that's gonna band all these guys together, and then they're gonna have to fight it at the end. That's a given. So, are you are you afraid they're gonna try to shoehorn in like New Fifty Two crap, like like try to shoehorn in like oh, and Cyborg also, he's there. 
Probably. I mean, more like that's going to happen because, like, cause, cause again, that's, that's, that's one of the Justice League. It's one of the things that they didn't do in Avengers. They didn't try to, like, oh, uh, by the way, this character is in the Avengers comic. Like, by the way, Spider-Man, I guess Spider-Man, they couldn't they because couldn't it's owned by Sony. But, like, by the way, this character in the Avengers comic. Now let's put him in. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm, I, that's, that's the only thing I'm a little afraid of. Is that they're going right. to so, just again, try to be like, oh, yeah, five years. Well, 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 whatever. We'll see when it happens and when, when we're finally hearing more about it. Because all we have right now is that it's being written. And that it's in the works. And we've been told that so many times. All right, so let's move on to uh, our reviews here. Well, to, we, had, uh, we had a little bit more news, right? You have more news? Well, I think Colton could uh, talk about this for a bit. Uh, oh, no, Warner no, Brothers don't, don't allow Colton to talk about it for a bit. Come on. Warner Brothers Interactive announces um, Injustice Gods Among Us, a, vid- a new video game for the masses uh, starring the Justice League, or at least three of them. So far. But, uh, yeah, three of them so far. 20 characters in the game. But the only characters that have been officially seen and announced do not include Green Lantern. Any of them. Right now, we've got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Harley Quinn, and Solomon Grundy. Sounds like a star, Ross. Colton, you have six words. Go. Well, we also had a – with speaking of, six words. Speaking, speaking of news, we also had a not-too-subtle nod when asked about the Joker that, yeah, we can't technically say it, but we do want some of these iconic characters, so we're kind of nod, nod, wink, wink. He's probably going to be in there. Is it going to be Mark Hamill? Probably not because he retired from that, didn't he? Well, that, even that, even when they he, Mark Hamill wasn't retired from the role, they used a completely different voice cast, anyways. John DiMaggio, eh, maybe. I mean, I thought they had a good Joker in their last game, but you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, with the game itself, we we know a lot, like, a lot of new features. We know, uh, we know they're going to do some changes from the standard Mortal Kombat role. They're going to do uh, more focus on environmental effects, like uh, the environment will get damaged and you can interact with it, like uh, if there's a car there, Superman could on one hand could uh, slam a car over your head, while Batman he could either grab you by the head and slam you into the car, or use like a battering to blow up the car at, next to you to cause damage. You probably should have mentioned, a- by the way, that that it, it it's developed by the same people who do who did the Mortal Kombat games because. Warner yeah. Brothers owns them. So there's gonna be, of course, a good story about everything. But there's also gonna be like a, a scene transitions. You can go to different sections of an arena. There's going to be uh, clashes where uh, if you activate a clash, the characters will actually uh, interact uniquely depending upon the two characters with one another before going into a dramatic uh, battle. They're adding a lot of interesting things, like a special, like a special ultra moves to replace the ultra violent X-ray moves, which are more uh, superhero violent that you'd see like in a cartoon or something like a so Superman. It's essentially, Wal- the same game we had last year with bigger environments. Wait, so year? Mortal Kombat versus DC just minus. No, Mortal no, 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 no. They want to emphasize that it plays nothing like Mortal Kombat versus DC. It even plays somewhat different from the Mortal Kombat 9. It's further refining that style. Because trust me, if you say Mortal Kombat versus DC, some people will just run right then and there. This is going to be playing 2D. This is going to be a this is going to be an improved engine. But like I said, there's going to be differences. They're going for the more Street Fighter back blocking and stuff. And there's going to be some different things in mechanics. It's, it's just a very distinct uh, setup they're going for. And it's got a sizable roster. All right, that's that's good. That's it for news. Hopefully, hopefully we'll all see that in the Injustice game. The Green Lantern will probably be the final boss. Yes, it'll, it'll, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be reptile. He'll be like at the no, end no, he no. shows up. You, you have to unlock him. He's a hidden character. Well, if if it's Green Lantern, it'd be a boss rush at that point because then you'd have like five or six different 
Green Lantern's running at you. The question is, are they, are they, yeah, they going to model the Green Lantern after Ryan Reynolds? I mean, you got to have his abs all over that. All over that. They have, they have him come in do some mocap. All right, so so that's that's all the news we have for for right now. We're going to move on to our reviews of the Green Lantern books that came out. So uh, starting with Green Lantern number nine. Green Lantern number nine pretty much takes place right after the events of how of Sinestro being inducted into the uh, Indigo Corps, and we learn more as to how the Indigo Corps actually came into existence, uh, being that Abensur indeed. Had a hand in creating the Indigo Corps or the Indigo Tribe, actually. I'm sorry. Um, seeing that it was him and um, the little fellow who I'm forgetting his name. Anybody remember it offhand? The little fellow is good enough. Good. The little fellow and him uh, function in the way that the Indigo Corps was, in, in fact, in many ways that we all started realizing in the beginning of, after, after we seen after we seen them uh, come into existence. They're prisoners. There are all. Mass murderous sociopaths, the scum of the universe, held in captivity against their will and hopefully reformed in some way using the indigo light. Of course, no one bothered to explain that this is completely wrong and insane to do so. Because if you're going to take a character and rewrite his brain, how are you doing this in the name of peace and justice? Uh, but yeah. Well, actually, what he basically mentioned was they knew that they couldn't reform them, but this wouldn't work. This is just to be making them less less of a danger to the universe, right? So, yeah, this this issue itself also also embarks the uh, the destruction of the Indigo Core because at the very end of it, the uh, their power battery is destroyed by the little fellow who, uh, after learning of the demise of Abin Sur, decides apparently all hope is lost and they needed to destroy the uh, their battery because they can't go against whatever the Guardians are cooking up in their backyard. So it released the sociopaths. That's a great idea. Right. So uh, this issue itself, interesting, a lot of exposition, a lot of uh, us being told in a single issue what has been hidden away in Jeff, Jeff John's little notebook about what the tribe has been about and who Indigo One was and her, her the crimes she had committed. Uh, but yeah, this is this is Odd, an, an odd book for me to actually like, you know, say whether or not it was good or not. I mean, it gives a lot of light into what characters, you know, the what these characters have been going through and what these like new little nuances in the backstory of Abensor has been. Again, because again, Abensor's only role ever was to die and give Hal Jordan his ring, and now we're we're uh, being given that he had a pivotal role in creating one of the largest other Rainbow Cores uh, into existence. What do you guys think? I, I think it's pretty interesting that uh, that that Jeff's decided to be the guy who's like, you know what, Abyssary needs to have done something in his life instead of just being the guy Star that died. Star Storm. Because seriously, you're, 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 you're right. That's all Abyssary <laughs> ever did in the past. Star. Oh, we're, like, we're like, what is Star Storm? What? Oh. Star Storm is the uh, character's name. I do miss Evil Star. Um... Sorry, sorry, Colton, you were saying something? I, I just think it's a, it's a very good choice to actually have Abensur have done something that matters in the universe before dying because that, that, that Frankie was right. That was his whole thing. He died, gave Hal the Ring, the end. That's kind of an embarrassing uh, life story. We get to see something along that. We get to see uh, we get to see that people can very easily overreact to uh, Abensur's importance, actually. When uh, you decide, hey, let's set the sociopath three. Nothing can go wrong, except everything goes wrong. Of course, he also has the advantage of probably having Sinestro back on his side, but 
This is still an uneven fight against a bunch of crazy people. I, I think it's an interesting thing that could lead to, that could be that could lead to quite a fun issue next time. But I just think there could have been more uh, thrilling stuff in this issue. I mean, it's kind of like a Hal runs this way, talks. Hal runs that way, tries to escape. Hal talks to this guy, he blows something up, and then kind of the end. But you know it could lead to something at least, so I'm going to try to stay positive there. Although I'm pretty sure at this point Jeff Johns is trying to destroy Tony Bedard's book. All right, so, uh, Kuan, what do you think was going on? Um, yeah, well, I, I think, uh, I guess, I don't know, stuff is, stuff is happening. Like, uh, there's, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I read this, I read this, I, I barely reread it just now. Like, I read it before, and uh, I, I didn't remember a lot, so that's not a good thing, necessarily. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, how much do we really need to know about Abin Sir? Like, yes, he was the guy who gave Hal Jordan his ring. That's enough. Also, he was really good. And he trained Sinestro, which is clearly a problem because, uh, because, uh, which is clearly a problem, which is, which is clearly he did Does it. Because he, he slept with his he, sister? Well, that, one, that, and two, he then became super evil. So, I mean, he might have, he might have had a problem, there might have not <laughs> And now we know that he created this uh, brainwashing ring cult. So, uh, right, yeah, starting to not feel quite as good about Abinster. Right, yes, Abinster's uh, he's he, like he's supposed to be like it's 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 like uh, he's like this guy who everybody was like looked up to. He was one of the greatest Green Lanterns of all time. He gave his ring to Hal Jordan. People didn't like him. Hal Jordan became one of the greatest Green Lanterns. And now it turns out Abinster was a dick. Apparently, Jeff Johns' idea is everybody who isn't Hal Jordan should be just a huge asshole. Actually that, has, Jordan, actually, that has been a running theme that Hal Jordan, no matter for his faults, is apparently the shining example of what we should be. Right, Hal Jordan rat- is good. Everybody else is just bad. like Guardians. Guardians of the Universe, all t- terrible. Abinster, clearly not a, not a very good guy. Sinestro, not obviously, obviously is a bad person. Uh, Kyle Rayner doesn't even matter. Like it's it's just it's just. It's just the, the 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 idea of this everything happening is Hal Jordan is great and everybody else sucks. And I don't know, like, like we're just, we're just, like, we knew Abinster had something to do with this, especially after, um, oh, uh, in, 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 uh, War of the Green Lanterns, I think, when, when, um, when all the, while all of them got their rings taken away and Indigo one immediately just yelled, like, Abinster, find me Abinster, I'm gonna kill him. Uh, so, like, we learned Abinster did, it was, was something to do with this, and I don't, like, it just, it just, it seems like he's, he's in a moral gray area when he's supposed to be this, Shining example of what's good uh, that we're supposed like we're supposed to think of him. Kind Again, of, no, not here's a shining thing. example of what's good. Like we're supposed to think of him as like he was this great guy and he gave Hal Jordan his ring when he died. Not like oh he's just this kind of he's kind of creepyish guy who isn't all that good a person. See again, the, the thing is, we never knew anything about Abin Sword to even get a shining example of what it means to be a Green Lantern. Well, he or was, I mean, he was, he was, we, we didn't, no, we didn't, no, we didn't no. get an idea of what, what it means to be a Green Lantern. Every times that we ever got what Abin, the type of character Abin Sword was, when Jeff Johns wrote about him. No, but we, 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 we oh, and in the end, in, in a few instances with uh, Alan Moore. We yes. were told he's the greatest Green Lantern, wasn't, weren't we? No. No? no. All right, well then, then wait, I don't, how much do we really need to know about Abin Sword then? We should, we should learn more about Abin Sir. Who cares about Abin Sir? He died and gave Hal his ring. Yeah, what else? What else? And for a know? short stint during the Spectre rebooted series, he followed around Hal Jordan as a ghost and was reincarnated as a girl. Do they, what? What? Okay, whatever. What? <laughs> do, they, do, do they? Do they write? <laughs> okay, that, that needs clarification. No, it doesn't. Do they no, write a bunch of stories about how about how what what kind of a person Uncle Ben was? Like, is is everything about Uncle Ben? No, that's yes. He was a super spy. 
His parents were super. Was that? Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, his parents are Uncle Ben. No, like, like we don't we don't get a thousand stories about Uncle Ben. We don't get like I, I can't think of anything off the top. Of my, we don't get a bunch of stories about Batman's parents. We get stories about oh, Batman. I remember my parents. They were they were cool people. But like, it's not. It's oh, not except like, that one time. Except that one time, his dad came back as the devil. Whatever. It's, it's like, it's, but like we don't we don't need to find out all this backstory on these characters that were just like all all his entire his entire Obinster's entire purpose for existence was to give Hal Jordan the ring, which also barely made sense because like why did the ring bring him to Obinster? But whatever. That's that's something. Else. Again, it's 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 a different it's a different story again to try to put the logic of now to the logic right, yeah, of then. Yeah, no, let, 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 yeah, the logic is, is whatever. Just, but like, let, just let that die for for now. Just let, just yes, let yes. that ignore, uh, ignore ignoring that part. But like like why do we need to know all this stuff about Abin Sir when he's all the all he was was the uh, the catalyst for Hal Jordan becoming a hero. That's all we all we need to know is he is the catalyst. That's it. Right. And maybe he was a pretty good Green Lantern. He trained Sinestro, and Sinestro was the greatest at a time. And so Abinser trained the greatest, and then Sinestro went back. Everyone who gets his ring or trains under him becomes the greatest. Because they become the greatest, and then they become evil. I'm simply a pattern here. Hmm. Brandon, is that oh. the end of your sentence? You're not going to say Brandon blah 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 blah. <laughs> Brandon blah 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 blah. What I meant to say, Brandon, what do you think of the issue itself? Um, Brandon really enjoyed this issue. Um, I think he's kind of something a third person. I will say, by the way, I didn't, I didn't dislike the issue. I just don't like the idea of doing all this. Okay. Wait, you don't like the idea of of doing the exposition and explaining everything that's going on with all this crap about Abin, sir? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can it be exposition if we get flashbacks? Yes. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing right now about about this whole backstory, the whole you know explaining about you know about the Indigo Tribe and Abinsor's role in it. In many ways, this is what has been leading up to for the past what two years, three, uh, with with Jeff Johns' role in Green Lantern. He's been leaving <laughs> sizable breadcrumbs of you know of his the reveal of the indigo tribe or the reveal of you know of who agent orange is or the reveal of you know the the third war and all these things you know it's he this is what he does he he for for years upon yeah for years times he'll tell you that there's going to be a pivotal moment where everything changes and where you know uh, he's going to he's going to say something about you know what the guardians have been doing for for eons and it's going to turn us all on our heads of what's going on and that's technically what he's doing here with the with the indigo tribe because you know for you know for the past 3 years he's saying who's indigo 1 you know who's monk like what you know they they you know their their power is compassion but it doesn't work the way you think it works you know it's you know this you know their their members are benevolent but they're not you know that's you know it's, what's what's compassionate about brainwashing yeah that's yeah that's the whole thing like, you know he he for years will say what's going on with these characters and then this is what this is what always happens he'll give you one issue where he explains the entire thing to you the entire issue will be dedicated solely for him to let to let everything out about what's going on with this one that's, specific I, like idea he had. That's fair. I, I, I think I can see that complaint because I think last month when we were talking about uh, issue eight, we were like, 
uh, we're three issues into this arc and we're not progressing and then we get a boatload of information in one episode I mean one issue so yeah I could see that complaint but at the same time I think th- he he did it really well um, I'm not saying it was wrong I'm not saying I wasn't complaining about it I'm saying this is what he does this is how this is how he works this is how specifically like you know uh, systematically if you go back and throughout Jeff John's career in Green Lantern this is exactly his formula this is a formula to a T and this is this is what I expected. This way, the, the entire thing is what I expected. I honestly would have wanted more, but this is what I expected. Said, uh, well, for me, I think this issue was really enjoyable because it, you know, it it was a lot of exposition, but at the same time, it was a lot of information that you know we'd never had before. So while we know we don't need to know what Abensur was like, I really enjoyed learning about Abensur. I think. The idea of knowing that this this great Green Lantern was just like, hey, look, I don't trust the Guardians because of whatever reason. He might have seen a prophecy in a book. He might have just, you know, not done anything. Abensur and all this information we got from this issue is 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 impressive. It's I like that, you know, he he found out this information about the Guardians. He didn't trust them. He went off. He did his own thing, and now. It's had tremendous consequences for his afterlife. You know, it's it's got his his uh, his sister killed. It's got uh, lanterns killed. You know, we, when, the first time we saw Indigo show up, she killed a Green Lantern. You know, that wouldn't have happened had he not been that kind of person to brainwash these uh, criminals. Sociopaths. Yeah, and for him to say, look. Not only am I gonna revamp these criminals, it's like I'm gonna do my job as a Green Lantern and bring in criminals, get my reputation up, so people like my protege Sinestro and the Guardians will respect me, think of me highly, and then I'm still gonna do this thing on the side because look, I've got this opinion and that's the way I feel about things, you know. And I think without you know showing the world of Abensur through 20 pages. We got all that information from this little old guy. And while it may be a bit of a crutch to just, you know, say, here's a flashback, here's an old guy to tell the story, I think it was done very, very well. And I think Doug Monkey's art uh, was pretty, pretty impressive here. Um, I, I don't think we've, se- we, we've seen constructs like this, especially from Hal, um, in the last four years at least. You know, it's... <laughs> It's, it's been really nice seeing some Green Lantern action without. Yeah, of course, Doug Maggie. That, that's battles. that. That says you know that goes without saying. Doug Maggie can, can always. Yeah, he can always Doug make. Doug Maggie is always good. Uh, How Jordan Straight Lace, you know, I will make a, a jet fighter, and I'm gonna go like, no, no, I'm gonna make a fucking race car. Yeah, he's, a, he's a hick. He's he watches uh, NASCAR. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, the, you know, you know, again, I'm 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 gonna say this for my last bit for Green Lantern. I'm not disappointed. For on the on the information that we got for Abensor, because again, Abensor has been a giant enigma, you know, in the Green Lantern, you know, Green Lantern, you know, pathos. He's he's just the dude who died and gave Hollis ring, and yet now we're, you know, Jeff Johns going out of his way to create an entire backstory for this guy. I gave him a sister, gave him, gave him, you know, gave him uh, a, a task that he had. He a had child. Before. Give him a child. Uh, he, uh, give him a brother. I'm on sword. To be to be fair, to be fair, he gives, he gives everybody uh, a child. Also, a monster was wasn't created by by Jeff Johnson. Wasn't he? 
Oh no, no, he, no, he was, yeah, he was, Calvin or something. He was I, I, I completely spaced on that. That was during the that was during the time of Kyle Rayner where I stopped reading. Uh, you know, when he started teaming me, teaming me up with Ollie, and I kept looking at it as it as it, you know as weird. I guess it sort of makes sense now because you know Connor Hawk doesn't exist anymore. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to Green Lantern. Uh, we're gonna, actually, we're gonna go into Blue Beetle number nine. Blue Beetle number nine. This is uh, this is of course you know for all you out there. Why are we talking about Blue Beetle? It's a Green Lantern centric issue. It has actually has the New Guardians involved in it, and, and it will make sense for us to cover it. So you know, we're gonna, the next issue we're gonna cover after this is Green as Green Lantern New Guardians number nine. Now, Blue Beetle number nine uh, involves, as I said, the New Guardians showing up in front of Kyle's party, uh, Kyle Rayner's apartment, um, to get his power battery in uh, in an effort to recharge his ring, of course, for you know random reasons. And who, lo and behold, who shows up? None other than the star of the book, Blue Beetle. And of course, they start fighting because that's what superheroes do. Once they meet each other, they have to fight in order to know who they are, and then get a bearing of what their powers are, and then set their differences aside. The rage, um, and of course, Bleez and uh, Glomulus, the comic relief of Kyrain, uh, the Scooby to Kyrain and Shaggy, uh, is they go out of their way to uh, you know fight. Uh, Jaime Reyes and the Blue Beetle Scarab in a, in a stalemate until they are attacked by mercenaries who apparently have been contracted by the Guardians of the Universe to st- stop Kyle Rayner. Now, why they would contract random mercenaries to stop Kyle Rayner instead of just sending their Alpha Lanterns or other Green Lanterns in general... Is beyond me, but again, I think are, I know why. They are eons old, and they are probably smarter. Remember, remember, this, remember this key thing. There's no, already issues complaining about. They've already thrown out Hal Jordan. They're already putting on trial John Stewart. It's going to look suspicious if they also hire. If they also tell their uh, Green Lanterns to take out Kyle Rayner. This, this looks like a, this would look like a very strategic wiping out of S- Sector 2814's force. But they're, they're, they they're officially say so. Kyle. Yeah, that's they, the funny thing. They still gave him his ring. I mean, his ring is still. <laughs> they didn't give him his ring. He ran with it. Yeah. Now it's true. Now it's true that uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. What Colson said it makes. But again, it is. But it is forged out of Sinestro's ring. It's not an actual construct. Yes, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Guardians can tell who has a ring forged from. Like they've got a pretty advanced system. I don't know if they. Just like oh, seen the Guardians a actually use the computer know, system outside of their magical super alien powers. They keep, they keep getting they keep getting blue screens. Right, but Salak has one, right? Now again, now again, wait, now again. Colton does bring up a good point. That this, them. and if it was and if it was set up in the same way, that this is a strategic way of getting of getting rid of Kyle, other than uh, having other Green Lanterns going going. Um, for him, in the in the same way that the other Earthliners are being targeted by the Guardians, it makes, it, it would raise suspicion. It would be it would be a, actually a great uh, way the story is unfolding, especially seeing that in and in nowhere in the other uh, Green Lantern Corps books or Green Lantern books has anyone actually mentioned that Cal wasn't part of the Corps anymore, or why hasn't you know Guy Gardner being told that he was being put as the numero uno share for the Green Lanterns? Tell them to stick it right up their ass because they fired his, you know, his bosom buddy, his co-owner of uh, of Warriors, you know, tavern in uh, in Green Lantern Space Sector, and John Stewart go like, "Yo, you, huh? Bosom buddy? 
Did, did Guy yes. and Kyle go around? You know, you know, I, I'm really disappointed in the uh, the Greenland core issue before that. Uh, that guy was like, "What's next? You gonna take out Kyle Rayner?" Uh, about that. Now, 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 move, now, let's stick to topic of blue uh, blue beetle number nine. Uh, what? See, uh, Kuhan, you haven't read it, right? All right. So, Brandon, do you read it? Correct. Yep. Yep. What do you think of it? I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was. Uh, I thought the art could have been a lot better. I'm really disappointed with uh, Marcia Takara. Um, I've, I, I'm a frequent viewer of his blog, and I know he's a tremendous artist. Uh, but no, this was very rushed, um, and it's not the usual art style of the book. Um, Iga Guara is the regular artist on the book. But uh, yeah, aside from the art, I thought it was a fun book. I thought uh, Jaime was pushed aside, but. Uh, that's fine. I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest Blue Beetle guy, and I thought um, for someone reading this specifically for uh, the Green Lantern content, it did a lot for it. It was there. It was front page. Uh, um, I think you mentioned this uh, off the show, Frank. That this was a, a Green Lantern issue. You know, it was it was mainly Kyle's book. Uh, you know, like a behind the scenes or. You know, a missing chapter of, of New Guardians, and it felt it, it, it felt fun. It felt like uh, Tony Badara got to loosen up with these characters. Now that he wasn't, you know, putting them in some death-defying situation on another planet with Invictus, so um, you got to see some humor there between everybody. You know, Blee's got some humor. I mean. How many times Bleeze really got something else? How many times will you see Bleeze just sitting down on a couch? Like that's just hilarious, and you know, seeing Kyle's uh, window broken open, his you know, just seeing Kyle's apartment again. It's just like it's refreshing. It's a nice. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's sort it's of nice weird. Issue. It's sort of weird to me, only for the sheer fact that Kyle left that apartment. A year ago, when he moved with with, uh, with Guy Gardner to Oav to permanently stay there because his mom died. Well, maybe he maybe he maybe he left some advanced funds there in case he ever wanted to come back. Well, hold on, let's 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 put the new Fifty Two continuity in there. This is New York before it was San Francisco, so this is a new apartment, Frank. No, 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 I'm talking about. Wait, wait, what? What are you talking about, San Francisco? Yeah, Kyle's always lived no, in New Kyle York. Kyle always lived in New York, didn't he? Why did Ron Mars say he was from San Francisco? He is from San Francisco. Oh, Kyle. He moved to New York. Yeah, Kyle. He's yeah. from San Francisco. And yeah, he lives Kyle in New Rainer York. Originally started, how is that difficult? Uh, when you know, back when uh, Hal Jordan was removed from the book and Ron Mars started to write the uh, write the book, Kyle Rayner was from San Francisco. He, he was he was born in California. Uh, and eventually, where, and, and then where, moved to New York, um, like three, four issues later. The issue where Tomasi has Kyle living on Oa, I don't think they showed him selling his apartment, though, did they? Well, that's, that's the thing. If he's no longer going to be on Earth for the foreseeable future, it's not like a landlord is going to go. Yeah, he's gone. He's got that Jim Lee money, man. He's a comic book artist. <laughs> yeah, like com- yeah, comic book artists have make that much money to support a house, an apartment, not even a house. Let me say that an apartment in New York City, on the Lower East Side, for untold amount of time. I'm, I'm sure, sure it wasn't. Uh, maybe, 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 left him some money there. 
It's not like it's, you know, Upper Manhattan. No, no. Let me, maybe, let me maybe, say maybe this. He, maybe he, he has more of a chance to be able to rent an apartment out of Upper Manhattan for less money than the Lower East Side. Maybe... Maybe in this universe, he, he created Spawn. <laughs> you know, that apartment is probably cheaper than, than houses where I live. That's kind of ridiculous. No. No. So, Have you seen guys? No. It's probably... I'm sorry. An apartment in New York is cheaper uh, than a house? I'm sorry, no, a house. He probably paid more for that. Yeah. He probably right, paid more for the apartment than the house. Yeah, he actually did yeah, say that. Anyway, right. But anyway. Well, I, meant, I meant that way. Let, let's, 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 let's move on from pricing <laughs> in New York confused. City. To Colton's reaction to Blue Beetle number nine. You know, I th- I think it was a solid issue. I mean, it was nice to have some characterization. Uh, the little the forced the forced interactions aside, uh, it was good to see Jaime again and uh, getting to know the Lanterns yet again because of continuity screw ups. Speaking of continuity, sorry, Colton, but Alex is still in continuity apparently. Yes, I was going to mention that. Uh, the only girlfriend still in continuity. I was going to mention that in a, little, in, a, in a little bit. We'll mention that in a little bit. It, it, the, the little joke moments were fun. It was fun seeing uh, more of Glomulus. Though it had the most awkward joke ever with uh, him screaming at his uh, robot to uh, his uh, beetle to stop noting that he's getting he's getting an erection while he's while Belize is sitting on him, which was just led to just awkward as hell moments. Hissing like a cat. I don't know. Just the humor was a little awkward, but I think otherwise it was a fun issue. I mean, it's just nice little character moments. That's that's something I think we need more of in comics. Get to know your characters before you start getting into the ass kicking, as it were. And it's it's good to know that the Guardians are consistently dicks in all books, not just dicks in some and okay guys in others. You got to keep that comparison going. Consistency in writing is always important. I find. All right. All right, so moving on from Blue uh, Blue Beetle number nine, we're gonna move right into the uh, the next book, Green Lantern New Guard number nine, which is pretty much. Oh, takes- weren't you gonna talk about the fridge? No, we're gonna talk about that later in the show. Oh, okay. And we're gonna talk about Green Lantern New Guard number nine, which is pretty much the continuation of what happens in the events of uh, Blue Beetle number nine, and of course Green Lantern New Guard number eight, and this is the attack on Odium. Where the Blue Lanterns themselves, there's a pretty much Blue Lantern centric issue where they are attacked by the other other blue creatures in the universe, and that is the Reach. And if you don't if you don't know who the Reach are, and you are unaware of these characters, they are actually being featured right now in the Young Justice cartoon series on Cartoon Network. The Reach are the creators of the Blue Scarabs who power the Blue Beetle uh, hordes. Yes, hordes, not just Jaime Reyes and not Dan Garrett, the original. Blue Beetle or Ted Grant, but Jaime Reyes. Ted Gore. Ted Gore. I think Ted Grant's Wildcat. I'm sorry. There were a few Ted's. Ted Cord, the CEO of Cord Industries. Um, And the, uh, again, the Attack of Odium. We're seeing more Blue Lanterns now, rather than before when we first originally uh, met St. Walker, Raph, Sister Cersei. I think was, I think Cersei was the last Blue Lantern we were introduced to before. You know, yeah, she whole, was number four. She's number four, right? Before the craziness of the War of the Green Lanterns <laughs> and all the other stuff. And as we were told back prior, uh, back during the original days, uh, it would it takes a while for a Blue Lantern to actually become a Blue Lantern. It takes you know it takes preparation, it takes time, and and without 
without having proper guardians there, apparently. Apparently, they're just giving their rings willingly out to random new Blue Lantern members. I, I like to think that they built their way up towards that number, because it's not even a big number, like maybe 20 at the most. Right. But uh, again, that's a step up from four. <laughs> well, we haven't seen them recruit anyone for like two or three years, so it makes sense. Not in, uh, you know, not in the span of their time. I've been what? Three months since the end of like Black is Night. In the span of their time, I don't know what happened because retcons happened. That's true. Um, but yes, they're they're being attacked by their uh, by a blue beetle horde come to attack the the planet surface to attack the blue lanterns to take their blue lantern uh, central battery away. Now again, a running theme in all these books has been, as Colton says, the destruction of the other multicolored cores. We've already seen that with Red Lanterns and their, their battery being destroyed by Abysmus, the, uh, uh, the yellow battery was turned off. The yellow, yeah, the yellow battery has been turned off by Sinestro himself. The blue lantern battery has been taken, and the indigo battery was just imploded because a guy said, all hope is lost because Ivan Sewer is dead, making him the most important character in existence at that point. Is that, that, that really leaves you just uh, the Green Lantern battery, the Violet battery, and uh, well, they already were almost sent to assassinate a... Uh, 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 Larfleeze and he has the orange battery, so someone's trying to take all the batteries out. Right. It's it, and we already know that the Green Lanterns are have their number being uh you know ticked away, seeing that the third army is about to rise. Um, but yes, that this this story is pretty much a war book, a uh, book uh, specifically on the Blue Lanterns, who again have not been given that much of a spotlight in you know during the recent you know during all the recent chaoticness that's been that's been going on with Black Knight, War of the Green Lanterns. This is the first, and this is an, again in Green Lantern New Guard. This is the first feature at where the Blue Lanterns have been specifically the main focus at you know during the entire time, even with a small snippet here about fatality having running off to try to save Saint Walker. Um, yeah, this is the whole bit is about Sam Walker rallying his troops in, you know, and saying that, and again, Obi Wan, and to fight against an, uh, a horde that will not stop. And uh, apparently, we also see the first time Blue Lantern battery actually, sh- uh, a Blue Lantern ring is actually shut off by having hope is lost. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if you if you lose all hope, you're not really a good Blue Lantern, right? Well, again, we never really seen a Green Lantern ring fly, fly off. Apparently, you don't have the will to move anymore. This ring is not. Now, well, that that doesn't generally happen unless you go comatose or something. Uh, but yeah, yeah. This 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 has been strictly a strict focus on on the um, the Blue Lanterns, and it's actually pretty pretty well done. I mean, seeing. I mean, we don't again. We don't get many character close ups as you know. To understand more of these guys, such as Raph or Sister Cersei, uh, but we do get a little bit about uh, with the with the newer Blue Lantern who does lose, lose his ring, and it's it's sort of a toll that it takes on on being a Blue Lantern. I guess seeing that you have to have you know constantly be hopeful and you know believe in something so strong that that's that's where your faith really lies, not just on the ability that you have the most uh, one of the most popular weapons on your on your finger, but have the belief. Outside of just having that ring on your finger, and apparently, apparently, Saint Walker's uh, cut above the rest because of his title. He's apparently worthy of that title. He is saint rather than brother or sister. Well, nobody calls you know Raph brother Raph. I've taken it, but yeah, um, and he actually proves it. I mean, he, he's actually he actually freed briefly freed one of the uh, one of the Blue Beetle guys and. Uh, he, he, even though he can't go full on offense, or the, he still can put up some of a fight. It's a basic defense. 
augmented strength, apparently, Blue Lantern rings give you. Yeah, uh, that would go with really any ring, you know, <laughs> enhancing you with energy. All right, seeing that call, no ready to give him his opinion about the book. We're, we're going to move on to uh, Kuhan. Kuhan, what do you think of this issue? Uh, I thought it was. Um, I, uh, I don't. I, I I couldn't really get much past uh, the art. Like the, the second, whenever when Kyle Rayner shows up in the book, the first time he shows up in the book, it was just so bad. Like I, I just I could barely even read past then, so I sort of just, just dropped it on the floor and walked away. Insightful. Insightful. Kind of vain. It, it, it's a comic book. It's not a book. If it was a book and the art was bad, I'd be like, whatever. This is a comic book. It's a visual medium. That's like, that's like saying, if, if I walk into a movie, a, an animated film, and it looks everything looks crappy, then I'll what if What if it has heart and good writing? Then it's, it's uh, that's a shame, because they didn't draw it well. I feel sorry for Tony Bedard. Daddy got right, so I mean, yes, aside from you know Tyler Kirkman's you know uh, artwork of whatever, I do like do gotta say out of everything that's in this book, and Tyler Kirkman was the main artist for this uh, for this issue. He does make Raph have the serious troll face at least three 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 uh, three pages into it. It's Worf. I think it was Raph. Worf's. No, I know, that's why I, that's what I pretty thought. ironic. Raph, the hopeful guy. It's well, yeah. Definitely not. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. What do you think of this issue? I think Kuhan's so mean. Like, the art is not that bad. It's certainly Second. not worth throwing on the floor. No, no. Listen, listen. The, 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 the art wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't absolutely horrible until the, fir- the first panel that, that Kyle is in the book. It is just so bad that I couldn't keep going. It might have gotten better after that, and I could have, and it might have been, I might have been passable. But that was just not even. I'm like, ugh, it was bad. It was really okay. Well, then it was actually just some. All right, so uh, yeah, Brandon, what do you think of the issue? Uh, yeah, like, like I said, Kuan's out of his mind. Uh, I think, think uh, Kirkham's style really gave this this action uh, issue a lot of, you know, visual, ugh that it needed and you know? it, was, it was really sharp and I think if you had somebody like like Ivan Reyes or or even Shane Davis who draws these big characters in each panel you know there's a lot of close ups and stuff you wouldn't get the the, the scope of, of an issue and I think uh, here Kirkham did a, a, a decent job of, of setting the lay of the land so when you see uh, the rest of the the uh, the rich you know, and their drones climbing over heels and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, stuff just got real, you know. Stuff is going down to play class tonight, you know. It's it's a big deal. It's, it's a, <laughs> and, no, you didn't. Uh, and I, I, it, it was a refreshing look at the blue ants. Finally, I mean, because. They were introduced what for, for the first time. Saint Walker was introduced in '06 with uh, GL25, and I think we got that that Taylor Core thing that expounded on him two years after that. You know, and we haven't had a, a Blue Lantern focused issue since then. You know, and here we 2012. Are you serious? You know, so I think now we're finally diving into these cores. We're finally getting answers. We got answers from the Indigo Tribe and Green Lantern. We're getting some new stuff here from the Blue Lanterns, even if it's just 
actual some more definition on their powers even so we didn't powers and characters you know you know um we actually see that the core grew that's something you you, you see you see the, like it's, i think i i counted but i don't remember anymore i think it was 11 characters shown 11 blue lanterns shown and i'm thinking oh there's no way i'm gonna care about any of these characters they're all gonna die in this issue and no you know one character may have died probably died but uh it's, it's like, no, you see there's a big camaraderie there already just between the 11 of them because they believe in this, you know? And and that, that ending where the guy loses hope, it's like, wow, like that that ring really means something. You know, this is what Ganthet really believed in. You have to be hopeful. And I think that says a lot about the, these characters. And and. Obviously, seeing St. Walker actually fight, you know, instead of being used as a support uh, power booster, the it's, blue it's, mage, exactly. You know, it's it's really it's it's really interesting, and I think this may have been uh, a big step in the right direction for the series. Right, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like, you know, just alone that this issue is far above what's been going on right now, making me uh, actually like care for what's going on with these blue lanterns. It's great. It's astounding actually. Making me actually want to read more as to what's going on with these guys, especially the sheer fact that I'm going to mention this again, seeing that I've said this so many times. I do want to know what's going on with evil star and somebody's sector in the blue lantern sector. Cause that's what that's happened. You know, back in 06, I'm still waiting for that. Jeff Johns. I'm still wanting to know what evil star has been doing in some dude's sector for the past six years. He was sinisterly building a vacation house. That son of a bitch. Anyway, yeah, this book actually had two artists on it, just so uh, just so you can know. It's Tyler Kirkham and um, Thomas Giorello. Both of these uh, both of these artists do contribute in this issue. Thomas Giorello? Is that yeah. who it was? Yeah. You, uh-huh. you can tell solely for the sheer fact that at one point, Kyle's hair oh, yeah. is completely different. Yeah, there, there's scenes here where it's like, well, this is a completely different art style. But, uh, yeah, I, I only stopped you to interrupt because uh, I think Thomas Giarello filled in for Ed Bennis on Red Lanterns last month. Hmm. I guess he's uh, he's the go-to Green Lantern or Lantern book guy to fill in spots, apparently. Yep, yeah. I'm sure that's what makes exact sense. Uh, of course. And another, another thing I, I say, Tyler Kirkham's, uh, Kirkham's art here is good. It does lend itself well to the, to the, to the flair of the dramatic battle sequences that were going on. But I do have to say that also, it's also, uh, misleading also for the sheer fact that there's no buildings involved here. So that, that's one of, uh, so that's one of the things I do, <laughs> I do associate with Tyler whenever he does draw battle sequences. He does do wreckage like nobody's business because most of the time it looks like a scattered mess of shit going around in the background. <laughs> so, like, whatever, yeah, it's cool. But here, there is like no wreckage. There's just forests and trees and, you know, foliage. And, and he can't really do much outside of that except keeping it intact because he can't apparently draw broken trees or broken things of this nature oh, in a you, way that you makes keep, sense. You want to keep Odium intact. It's a beautiful planet. But the thing is, it's a giant, uh, giant ba- uh, planet being cocooned by giant scarab beetles. So... Yeah. Maybe it's magically protected. Anyway, outside of that, this issue itself is a cut above the rest right now, and I would recommend anyone to read it to, uh, to see what's going on for the Battle of Odium, um, seeing that this is, uh, again, this uh, this is Tordar's little little niche event, you know, not 
not how Jeff Johns does his giant event books, but it's a small little event that he's going across in between, you know, his two titles that he's working on, Blue Beetle and New Guardians. So, you know, pick it up. Um, now we're going to go to Green Lantern Corner number nine, the last issue that came out uh, in the Green Lantern books. Um, and this is the trial of John Stewart. Of course, as we all remember, we kept saying before how there was no consequence for John's actions when he was, uh, you know, when he killed nameless Green Lantern number 42. And oh, I think he actually killed 42 Green Lanterns at this point. <laughs> but yes, it, it's, it's, we were all, you know, concerned that we had, we only had that one issue where he goes off to <laughs> radios, uh, home planet to bury his bury the brother bury bury the green lantern and talk to the brother and go on into a make himself feel better about what had happened i can't believe i just said that what had happened what happened during the uh during the events and now we're seeing the consequence we're seeing the 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 consequence with the alpha liners again another part of you know jeff john's uh era of green lanterns that were barely ever used come back into fold, not as giant, you know, mechanical robots who have gone evil, but actually doing their job. That actually going out, actually doing their job as the internal affairs of the Green Lantern community. That they're someone in the yeah, Green Lantern going out of the way to do what they were meant to do. Go find Green Lanterns who have been using their powers in a way that they shouldn't they shouldn't be and arresting them for it you know actually putting them on trial now here's the thing is of course that the only reason that this actually came about was because jeff john is going to try to retroactively destroy the green Lanterns and put in the third army now by the by owen by the owens you know dastardly machinations that are going on in the book um yeah and we get to, we get a sense of you know John's honor and guys forthright of standing next to his uh, you know standing next to his friend and we even see where the other Green Lanterns are you know are holding their line uh, in the defense of you know of uh, John Stewart even though you know he killed Mogo and everybody was after his neck only like three days ago uh, they got over it and they got over it fairly quickly um, we don't see a, we don't see a split in we do see just a line where Greenlanders are standing by their brethren and hoping to uh, hoping to quell the guardians' insatiable lust to kill all the Earth Lanterns. Of course, none of, none of them show this. The, the beauty of it, they fought, they fired Hal, they drove off Kyle. They're trying to kill John. They promote Guy. They promote, what kind of system is this? They promote Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. It's another promotion, and and not in this book. He got it in the, in the last book, right? Am I correct? Yes. He got it in the last book of how he went from uh, first to you know, numero uno of the Green Lantern. So I thought they made him a new title, much like COO of the DC Universe. They just created brand <laughs> new titles. Uh, see, I, I, I think they just gave him the title to please him when they killed off John. All right, so uh, that is Guy Gardner's stance right now. Um but yeah, the Alpha Lanterns actually doing their you know their duty. We're actually seeing consequences for what John uh, John Stewart has done, and he's and we already see his sentence, and his sentence is death. How do we feel about this? Cast cast death in the name of God, extreme, isn't it? God, ye not guilty. Big O reference aside, Kuhan, what do you think? You said death is a little bit extreme. Death. death. Yeah, a little, little extreme. Like, yeah, let's. He killed. Yeah, so it let's is, kill it him. does seem. Um, 
pretty Isn't that weird. how America works? It is, oh, it, it, it is it, pretty it, weird seeing that Hal Jordan not not three days ago killed a guardian in front of them, and his his only sentencing was we're gonna remove your ring and put you on Earth. Dishonorable discharge. Evil guardian. Also, John John Stewart John Stewart already killed Mogo, uh, which was the other thing is, is that like we have to we have to we have to you know uncharge your ring. It's like why don't you just take his ring away? What's wrong with that? Yeah. What's wrong with just taking it? You have, you have to, you I mean, have, I mean the, the issue of here becomes he had contextual reasons why he had to. Even if they had to punish him, I see this more of a, uh, a, a brief prison sentence or something rather than a full-on execution. It, what? Yeah, ex- execution. By the way, little, if you take crazy, his ring away, in my opinion. he'll die. He's in space. No, no, they're, they're on Oa. It has a beautiful atmosphere. We've all, <laughs> we've all known this. Uh, but but it, it 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 just comes down to they one issue the Guardians probably didn't see. see. They should have had they should have gone with the route with Kyle with uh, the secret assassins trying to kill him because I can't see the Green Lantern Corps just sitting here and taking this. You know what would have been a perfect segue for secret assassins? The corpse. Yes, that yeah, would have been but perfect. That's not John's idea or Tomasi idea. The corpse, the corpse Wasn't that Dave Gibbons and uh, what's that guy? Champagne. Check. Champagne. Right. It's the corpse. The, it's a do. It's neat. It's fine. This that's true. That's anymore. true. Uh-huh. We'll discuss on things that don't exist anymore uh-huh. in a little bit. Kuhan. Oh, teaser. Uh, no, yeah. Well, I think for for one, I, I guess yeah. The execution is, is a little is a little uh, severe, uh, and it's just a little bit, a little extreme, um, and especially especially since like he did it to protect the core. Like he killed a lantern to protect the core. For protect so core, you were sentenced to death. Well, the but thing that's is, just that the guardians would have destroyed the core, so that was their perfect chance. No, the thing is that that's the, the, way, the way the way those story those story ships up is that the Alpha Liners have only been privy to a small section of of John Stewart's ring information. Where, again, uh, suspicious to say the least. You know, that, it, it make, uh, Frankie, it makes perfect sense. This, no, that whole no. battery thing was there. It was the Guardians' plan, and when John rammed it, they decided to get him executed. That's that does sound true. It does sound they are trying to get rid of the court. It would have been the perfect chance. It does sound interesting. Hopefully, it shapes out that way. But yeah, says they're only privy to a small inform- a small bit of information of John only killing the the Green Lantern in question, and nothing as to what led to him killing that in question. What? And, and 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 obviously the other thing is is that lanterns have I think killed other Green Lanterns before. Like other Green Lanterns have died. Sinestro Corps Sinestro Corps members have killed lanterns and only gotten sentenced to science cells. Why weren't they executed? Well, well they, they remember they were actually being executed for a while and then stepped up and went, "No, yeah. this is wrong." <laughs> executed at gunpoint. So, the, so, I guess, so I guess, yes, I I guess, guess not actually the commander has been forcibly removed from the Green Lantern equation. The guard doesn't go back to shooting sociopaths <laughs> in the head. All right. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess, yeah. So with, with the guardians in charge, with nobody else to be their moral compass, they'll just start killing. Okay. Them. Well, there was Gantt, um, and they stripped him of all his emotions. Yeah. Your daddy, the cop gave birth to them so, all. Didn't so well, guess, they, they made pop with their bitch. Yeah. No. He did. He did give birth to them all, and then they brainwashed them. Poor Papu. It was pretty weird, actually. Look, yeah, John deserves to Papu. die. Brandon, give, give me a reason as to why. He murdered countless Green Lanterns. That, that's that's essentially what it boils down boils down to. He's killed, and he's killed, and 
he he has no remorse about it. He lied about it, you know, and he had no intention. Oh, I feel bad for lying. He wasn't going to come out and show about He is John Stewart, the Planet Killer. Golden, please. Me and Brandon are trying to discuss this. Yeah, he wasn't executed for killing Wartime. Wartime. Yeah, yeah. That's what say. But look, if if uh, if Frankie went out, sorry, Frank, but if Frankie went out today with a criminal history of coming this close to being locked up and went out and killed his brother, they're gonna throw him away, and they're gonna bring up the fact that his criminal history says you should have been locked up a long time ago. And I think this is the final straw. Look, John, you deserve to die because you've been bad for so long. John, you could, you, sometimes you have to kill a lantern, but you've killed like 17. But there's a, there's a point. Generally, the sentence is determined uh, before, I'm sorry, after the trial happens. So, uh, and, and this is like, they, they, they determine the sentence and then now they're going to maybe have a trial. Or they're just going to kill him oh, and like... Well, oh, they, no, had the they had the trial. They had the trial. They had the trial. They had... Yeah, they had character testimonial. They had they had okay. the uh, evidence shown. And... Uh, I must have missed something. Um, it was, was the entire issue. Was was the entire issue. Yeah. Was it, okay, maybe the somehow issue. I missed something. Uh, so they sentenced him... Clearly I missed the issue. I didn't even, I didn't even read it somehow. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe my pages were all stuck together and I didn't... <laughs> Whatever, uh, just just I was those you? attractive ladies in you, the ads you. maybe I don't know. Uh, it was it's a joke that's not actually true at all. I it's it's weird because right now I'm looking at a panel of uh, Buddha's butt shots. So. Normally that's always going to happen at least <laughs> once in any Green Lantern book. What the, what the, maybe, one thing maybe, I ever maybe, is it seems like if, maybe if, the if, if it's correct. not a if it, if it's not the, if, it's, if it's not Tony. Bu- Dart or one of the writers or the writer who uh who was the writer who did the uh, Boudicca special in core? Badar. Sterling Gates, that's it. Yeah. If it's if it's not him, wow, or, it's not him or Tony Badar. If it's not him or Tony Badar, they don't seem to reference the fact that that Boudicca actually came into emotions and into back to being her old self. No, no. See, the, see the thing, the Alpha Lantern. She's passed, still doing her all, job. See, all the Alpha. Well, yeah, doing her job, but you should All the Alpha Lanterns still have their emotions present. They're, they all feel sorry for the fact that they have to do their job, but they're doing their job. As, as they all said, as they all remember taking the oath of an Alpha Lantern. So, so the, the, other, the other thing I, was, I wanted to say was is that um, if, it's, it's understandable, uh, like, like, yeah, yes, if, if, if you go out with a criminal record and you murder somebody, then they'll be like, yeah, you should have been locked up a while ago. But if you are, he, this isn't the same thing. He's not. A, he's not a citizen. He's a soldier. And if a soldier is captured and he he kills one of his fellow soldiers for the good of the country, then they're like, all right, well, we're going to reprimand you for killing the soldier, but also you More, did something. Normally, that the leads country. to a dishonorable discharge or an honorable discharge. Yeah, that's okay. Normally, well, the case him. here, like this, <laughs> this is this is what should have happened. But of course, because as Carlton has pointed out earlier. This is all again the scheming machinations of the of the guardians that they're they're pulling, they're pulling the strings right. here. They're, they've even mentioned it in the book itself what? that they're that they're that they're, uh, they're systematically killing off or try to kill off or remove from the equation the Earth lanterns. What did, what did, the, what did the guardians say at this at this issue? 
They said, we're going to step away and let the Alpha Leonards handle their business. <laughs> we're not in this. Right. They How did are they say that they're strings? in the Yeah, they did say that they are, they are an autonomous core uh, that do not follow the instructions of the, of the gardeners. But again, we don't know that. Well, but we, they, they tampered with the evidence. Technically, yeah, they could have tampered with the evidence because, again, the only snippet, the only snippet what of information, the, the recording the of John's. Yeah, the, and, and guess what? And guess what? John didn't deny that it happened any differently. No, no, he didn't deny it happened any differently. But, but, he but did there was context. Hey, I killed a Green Lantern guy. That's a quote. Yes, he did say that. He Done. Did, he did say that. Done. He quoted. So it's an open shut what? case. It's not. <laughs> it, it's not always the case because again, he, he did mention he did mention that the, the the information shown wasn't the full story, and the reason, yeah, he did it for the he did it for the good of the chorus. How is that an open and shut case? Why did he lie? He felt bad about killing a fellow soldier. He said no because he, he, wanted, he wanted the guy he wanted the guy judged. No, yeah, he's tired of being judged. There's Does that one sound other, like the same there's, person? There's, there's one. There's one other issue you're ignoring. If he mentions this, this is pretty much dishonor dishonor to that guy and his family. He wanted to give the guy a shot at you know dying with dignity. He even said you know he died with honor. I'm That's sorry. What he said when asked. His family is not privy to Green Lantern reports. It would have come up. And what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I think they have, they, have, they, have, they have to tell them something. Like, like, oh, by the way, we arrested the guy who killed your, your husband. Oh, yeah, who was that? It was, it was the guy who delivered the bus. decision on his own, and it was a bad decision, and that led to his... Technically, it wasn't a bad decision death. because he was about to crack, give the, give the enemy all the secrets of the Green Lantern, and destroyed... Uh, I'm not, I'm oh. not saying he did the right He didn't right thing. He's, 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 it was a bad decision to lie about it. He's saying was, he shouldn't have lied about it. Right. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have took it upon himself to handle the family situation. That was that's not part of his duty at all. all the right. Guy goes to the crypt. That's that's it. All right, it's done. All right. So outside of that, and we do see good a good. We actually do see the crypt. We actually see Morrow again, which we haven't seen in such in such a long time. Uh, I've seen that the crypt is you know back in full force. Seen that you know the giant tree that was on Mogo with all the leaves of the Green Lantern members are is gone now, floating somewhere endlessly in space. Um, we do see the Green Lanterns go actually go in there and try to like take his his memorial down because he is a traitor to the core and yada yada. And I do love Guy stepping up, even though he you know that Lantern did do what it was about to do, what they said he was about to do. He defends that the the crypt, defends that guy. Would any of you do any better? Exactly, and that's that's a good point being made now. Brandon, outside of you know you apparently having a hate on on John Stewart and wanting him to die, what do you think of the issue itself? Um, I, th- I thought it was very very disappointing. Um, Kuan thought he missed something, and that's because they literally skipped half the trial. Um, Guy Garner stands up in his seat to say, "Look, I have something to say," and then they just move on. You know, um, I thought well, it was he filibustered. He tried to draw some time. I thought the art um, could have been a lot better. It was really cluttered. Even in uh, the the space panels where Guy is talking to the Guardians uh, in confidence, um, you see uh, plenty of word balloons taking up 99% of the panel. Well, that's um, just the way, you know, Tomasi writes. Well, it was the case for, for every panel on the... The, in the issue, you know, it's it's a, it's, di- it's a dialogue heavy issue, and I understand that it's a trial going on. But um, 
you know, for somebody like Fernando Passaran, he needs that big open space in order to shine. And I think all these close ups uh, tend to, you know, bog the issue down. So, so 99% of the panel shouldn't be a close-up of Guy Gardner and his ripped abs or his super strong bicep. You know, I should, you know, be able to see some expression on these people's faces. And instead, I'm getting a lot of dark shading and, and muscles. And it, it just wasn't as pretty as uh, I'm used to. And I and I thought it really took the book down a notch. And, and John got what he deserved in my opinion so I think that's that's something to look forward to and but I don't I don't like the way it, it got to that conclusion I don't think his defense was you know a smart way to handle it you know I I didn't think or I was tired of being judged like no you killed him because you thought it was the right thing to do you lied about the report because you wanted to do something nice just tell the truth don't make up some blah 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 because you think it sounds good and I think that's more Tomasi than it is the character so again that drops the book down for me um, It, like I said it's disappointing but uh, I'm still interested, very very interested in what happens next good All right. I, I've, I've just got to say that uh, I, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what happened to uh, honorable and dishonorable discharges because at this point it looks like the only thing that's going to be discharged is a ring right into John's face well, hopefully they're not that brutal with it. I don't think. Oh, do, do, do you not remember? Do you not remember the mass executions of the Sinister Corps they did? Yeah. Well, Angel yeah. style on your knees. They were Sinister Corps. Uh, the Guardians have not exactly been kind to anyone lately. All very true, but that's all because of their evil schemes. Pretty much it for for us, for the uh, our reviews on the Green Lantern. Uh, Green Iron books that came out. Uh, and again, Green Iron Core number nine. These are an issue. We have mixed reviews out, uh, you know, out of it. Uh, but check it out. It's it's still, in my opinion, it's still drawn beautifully. It's still, still love it. And you get a cool shot of, I assume, John just throwing a bunch of rats at Apollanus for, like, no random reason. I still don't even understand why he did it. But it's there. You got to check that out. For uh, for. That alone, you have to see it. Anyway, we're gonna. We're. I know we're going a bit long, but we we do have a little topic to discuss uh, here at Green Lantern Corps because it, it was brought to my attention and it of certain certain events after the New Fifty Two that sort of don't make any sense continuity wise, and we're just gonna have a small discussion about it. And that is who murdered Alex DeWitt. Now. In the New 52, Kyle Rayner still exists. He's, his career is Green Lantern apparently still happened the way it happened. Because mostly, most things in the Green Lantern universe hasn't changed at all. Especially the fact that his, that Asterwood was still murdered. Now, for most of you who, who don't know who Asterwood was, Asterwood was Kyle Rayner's first known girlfriend. Um, she was his first girlfriend when he was living uh, off in San Francisco, California, that we explained to Brandon. And uh, she was also shown, her death scene was also shown in Blue Beetle number nine in a small little flashback uh, showcasing how Kyle understands the, the meaning of, of having someone you know lost and shaping who you are from that. Now, I said it also is a, is a form of controversy in, in, in comic books in general because she was the, uh, the character who pretty much, yeah, 
yeah, the, the woman refrigerator. Woman in refrigerator. Uh, she was killed and stuff in the refrigerator, and this led 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 into many into uh, for many people to try to reconsider the fact that just having female characters introduced to only elevate the male character in their standing of uh, having to understand pain by knowing that their loved one was their loved one was killed. And then making him be bigger than what he was because he know he knows laws, but that sort of mistreats, you know, the female identity. Now, the but we're not going to discuss that. We should. But we're not going to discuss that in this in this uh, this episode. Uh, exactly, and, not, and also not about Eric because he'll have he'll have plenty to say about yeah, the, not about, about Eric. Um, but and the one woman has a name. By the way, Eric. No. Go on. <laughs> Thank you. Karen. It's Karen. In case you forgot, because she uh, hasn't been on quite but a yeah, while. So, uh, yes, the question of who killed Alex DeWitt, and uh, the fact alone is Alex DeWitt was murdered by Major Force. Major Force was original, was pretty much Kyle's original arch nemesis. You know, away from, you know, Effigy and away from Nero. Major Force was Kyle's original arch villain. Uh, and he came into existence because he was the, technically the second creation of Captain Adam. And as we all know, Captain Adam was created um, as a form of uh, energy being that was kept, in a, kept alive in a suit and absorbs matter and whatnot. And that's essentially what Major Force is. Same, same principle applies to him. He was created solely for this to be a, a, a mirror copy of Captain Adam. And as we know, in the New 52, Captain Adam exists, but has only existed for about five months. Technically, the, the, the only person of its kind, really. So Major Force can't possibly exist in the same facet as he existed in the original universe. So that begs the question, if Major Force did do it, how? And how, you know, it, does he even have the same powers that anymore. I mean, originally I thought uh, the dude in Black Razors was Major Force, but he, uh, he clearly not. He's also dead. Um, and apparently was a stand-up guy. Uh, but yeah, this, this also leads, this also uh, led me to try to also realize that many of Kyle Rayner's girlfriends are actually systematically erased from continuity. Uh, Wonder Woman's, you know, small mirror image sister Donna Troy the original Wonder Girl, Troya, uh, is also a from continuity. So, to be fair, she was always a continuity nightmare. Yes, she was, but she, she never existed when she was created. But, but she, she was, was in she continuity. She was in continuity. She existed in the books. She was a continuity nightmare, but she did exist in the books. Now, however, she's gone. She never existed. So that's, she, she could exist someday. Someday. But does yeah, but she doesn't exist exactly. now. Exactly. I mean, she never existed as one of Kyrie's past girlfriends. Well, so she she could, that, she, she could be a mortal woman that was Cal's girlfriend, just the same name but no powers. Yes, we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna go into that in a second. But as I'm saying, that kind of didn't, never happened. You know, one girl Troy, a dark star, you know, never happened. That couldn't have happened if. if Jane, and of course, the most important one, yeah, you know, Jenny Lynn, you know, never existed. It, it, has a lot of obstacles to her existence. Yes, right now she never existed. Well, no, that te- no, no. Te- ten- her, her father was ten- DH sent to another universe and turned gay. That's ten- pretty none challenge. of that. None of that actually negates her from existence because it gave her that can still have children. I'm just saying it makes it slightly more difficult. Slightly more difficult just, just in this universe. 
Well, also, 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 her dad is and like twenty. That's another complication. So yeah, but also that also means that she she doesn't exist in this universe. Or Kyle really robs the cradle. <laughs> Don't go there. But yeah, she doesn't exist exists in this universe at all. So that means that section of his life also never happened. And also, that also means his relationship with Sarah Ignatu can cannot be put into jeopardy because. The main reason why they split up was because she found out she wasn't the love of his life, which is also weird. Yeah, thing that her character would give up. Well, it's it was it wasn't that as much as he lied to her. Yeah, he lied to her. But that also it also means that that fight couldn't have happened. I mean, his the, the relationship was based on the okay, lie. So, That's kind of a problem. So, so obviously, so obviously that that fight. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's continue. Let's finish. Finish what you're saying. Yeah, that fight could never have happened. Well, their, their 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 fight was their fight was based on a lie he told, but the lie he told doesn't exist anymore. Well, he would, well it wouldn't be as bad. I think she uh, could have saw Alex. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be bad because she's you know dead. She can't really be an obstacle, but it still would have been lying, and it, it still would have been a emotional moment. It couldn't have been Alex because it's like love of my life. Oh, it's Alex. Well, I mean, sure, you're not the love. Of, he's the love of your life because you're alive. No, it could have been any other girl though. But the, the the difference is that is that Jade is somebody or guy. Jade is somebody who I think he was still kind of in contact with, and she was also like on his level. So it could be like you're like Alex love my life, yeah. But you know she can't also be in this lifestyle. This isn't this isn't the kind of lifestyle I could be with this girl with. It's that's why I, I'd pick you over her. But Jade is like it's like you know it's Jade is is basically has the same power set as Natu. She could live in that lifestyle. She did live in that lifestyle for a while actually. Uh, like in in the the in space being a Green Lantern lifestyle with Kyle, she left that because she wanted to see her family. But um, so so it's 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 a different fight, which is which is why like a fight could happen. It could be a similar fight, but it can't really be the same fight. And I don't think the 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 relationship would be as strained. Yeah, exactly. So they would still. But the the biggest part of that, that that fight was wasn't because he saw Jade or had it been Alex or Donna. I think point was the relationship's uh, he, a lie yeah he, he didn't feel the same way you know he, he lied but he fell for know, her later in general what right but like 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 the, the, the question is who who else did he see no it, it, it could have been a slice of pizza the thing is <laughs> he he didn't love her as much as she loved him and the, i'm sorry no, i'm sorry no, that i saw side she saved his what, life what, because she loved him so much what I'm saying is, what I'm, what I'm saying is, who else could he like? He can't see. There's nobody else he can see that would make enough of an because because Donna doesn't exist. Jade doesn't unless it's an, another character who he who he was in love with. If it's Alex, it's like, well, I, you're the love of my life because you're alive and she's not. So she was the love of my life, and if she was alive, she'd be the love of my life. But you're alive, so it's, which is why I love you more than I love her because I I'm, yeah, the, that's in illegal in, past, in most states. Yeah, in the context of the past. Yes, it has to be a female placed in that position, and it, yeah, it doesn't have to be a female. Well, for Kyle yeah, to be really. Kyle, it would have to be a female. It could be the refrigerator. Uh, well, I mean, but you know, as far as look, I mean, looking back at it, you can just and I hate doing this myself, but you could pick that 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 story apart and just say, look, Sornik saw her life with Kyle. Kyle didn't. You know, he could saw nothing. He could have been like, "Yeah, I see you. It's you right there. It's us." You know, and, you, and it would have been the exact same emotional impact. 
to be honest, that's true. Brandon, you make a, you make a fair point that yeah, Kyle, technically the person who Kyle had had seen in um, Mari's Star Sapphire, you know, Disco Globe of like who you know Wheel of Fortune, you know, Love Boat, whatever. <laughs> it was. It could have been anybody. You could, you could you could pick and choose whoever the hell it's going to be, but the, my, the main four like core focus was that Kyle did not feel the same way to start not to as she felt towards him. And it that, wasn't a, a sorry, Frank. It wasn't like it was like two years after Sins of the Star Sapphires when when Jade came back with Blackest Night, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, it's true. It, it, during the during the time where Kyle, where Kyle and Sarnik had been shown who their loves were, Jade was still dead. Jade was well, see, it, it could have been Alex. Yeah, it, okay, it could have. No, you're right. Technically, it could, he could have seen Alex there and said, "Yeah, you're my love of life." Even though my love of life has long since been dead, uh, could have brought Alex guess, back from the then, dead for Blackest Night. I guess then we get we get into a discussion about how how stupid it was that, that, oh, that Kyle was Kyle saw Jade. Like, I guess it is pretty stupid then that, that Kyle even lied in the first place. I think we talked about this. Like, why did he even lie? Because yeah. she was dead. She'd be like, yeah, she's dead. Sorry, baby. Like, I love her, but she's dead, so love you too. Because <laughs> well, that's the kind of guy Kyle is, is I think what we settled on is, like, he wouldn't want to hurt her feelings like that. And he wanted to make it work, so. Yeah. You, know, you know, we're also missing other little continuity snafus that involved in the whole uh, Earth 2 displacement. Like uh, any time he's interacted with uh, Alan Scott through any training or emotional That's stuff true. or Obsidian or how about the fact that he got his ion no, powers no, no. back from Jade who died in the process? There's the, thing, there's, there's, Frank, there's the other thing that Frank was saying was that most of his uh, development was in the uh, the Age of Obsidian arc or whatever it was called. Um, are you talking about the uh, Shadow something? Whatever. No, you were you were saying something earlier before before we started the show about how most of his most of his maturity. Yeah, most of his maturity was like during Circle of Fire when he uh, when it when it wasn't Obsidian, it was Oblivion, which was a second incarnation, uh, yeah, second incarnation of Kyle's psyche that manifested and destroyed like a galaxy somewhere else, and then came back, and uh, and then Kyle had to fight him and then force him back into his own brain. Um, during that during that part, you know, where he matured, like most of these things all existed during the realm of when he was with in a relationship with Donna Troy and in a relationship with, with Jade. I mean, one of the one of the one of the big one of the big stories was again one of the, one of the big stories that ever happened to Kyle, which forced him to confront even the fact that he never knew his own father. Was um, I'm still forgetting what the hell the name of this. Well, it was a three-part story where he where they had to no it was where they had to save Alan, Alan Scott from his stuff from the from the Star Heart and uh, and Jade because she became a manifestation of the Star Heart and she lost her powers at the end of the story and Obsidian right. was was known as a you know as a shadow beast because you know he his powers came from the Star Heart like these characters are retro- retroactively erased from this continuity you know they're they're gone you know the, that story doesn't exist anymore so that that whole part where he Manned up, faces you know, confront, confronted you know the evils of like not knowing where his father was, and knowing that Alan Scott was like a surrogate father to him is gone. You know that that whole thing doesn't exist anymore. You, know. you could say that they're removable discontinuities. That's a math joke. Mm, clever. Well, yeah, that that part gone. Even even the uh, even the the dark stars. You know where when John Stewart. Had you know had been uh, no longer Green Lantern and became a leader of an organization created by the um, 
by the uh, what were what were they called? They're the, they're the offshoots of the of the of the Guardians, like the organizers. Ah, some some. They're the they're the, the collectors. They're the, they're the original. Yeah, were they called the collectors? The original creators of the of the, of the um, the original people who tried to get the Agent Orange battery. Yeah. Yeah. The the. The collectors. Yeah, they created they created the uh, the Dark Star. Oh, the controllers. The controllers. The controllers. That's what it is. Created the Dark Star. So we eventually also created Effigy. But uh, yes, they they created the Dark Stars as the prototype members, uh, uh, prototype police force, uh, in opposition to the to the Green Lantern Corps. And, and they were the premier uh, police force. The, the controllers. <laughs> A little late there, buddy. Thanks, Brandon. I was looking for that word. You're welcome, Frank. I'm always here for you, buddy. Buddy, buddy, I, w- I wouldn't know what to do without you. But, uh, but yes, the uh, the controllers created Dark Stars, and Dark Stars were led by former members of the uh, the Green Lantern Corps, such as John Stewart, Celia uh, Sox, Celia uh, Sox, or is it Celia uh, Sox? I don't remember. The round guy? The round guy. One of the many yeah. round guys that we just change it to like beta <laughs> or whatever. Guys. Yeah, those yeah. those guys. Uh you know, um John Stewart's ex ex wife. <laughs> like second ex wife. Uh yeah, you remember this second ex wife. His first ex wife is, is dead and buried. And still waiting upon her return apparently. But um, but yes, yeah, and uh, Jonna Troy was a member of Dark Star. She was a member of Dark Star's part of, with John Stewart. Kyle met Craven, uh, Dark Side, illegitimate child. That whole thing's gone now. Yeah, I, 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 um, I hesitate to mention this, but uh, I figure I should. Um, just a couple of days ago, I wrote this exact article. Um, you can find it at thegreenlandcore.com. It was all about Kyle Rayner and his continuity being erased from the books. And, and you know, it mentions the relationships lost. It, remen- it mentions uh, the Justice League days that are all, you know, yeah, right completely right. gone. Yep. You know, and and here, and here it is, like, front and center, and you get hit with, with uh, Alex being thrown in there, and you're wondering, how does that fit, you know, you see Tony Bedard uh, in that first issue of Greenland New Guardians uh, rewriting the 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 original origin. The bar scene. stumbles at the bar. Yeah, it's like you know. Obviously, Tony Bedard wants you to know that like, this is Kyle Rand. This is still the guy you know. But there's so many changes. Like they'll never be able to correct it. Like it's not impo- it's not possible at all for them. It, it, it's, it's not even Tony's fault. It's just this whole reboot has happened to hit all of the wrong areas for Kyle Rayner. No, and, and I don't blame uh, any one person. You know, I was talking to Andrew, and I said, uh, <laughs> I don't blame any one person except for Tony Bedard. <laughs> That's all that guy's fault. Give <laughs> uh, me to Tony. He's a friend of the show. I was speaking with Andrew, and I said, "Love you, Tony." Uh, what what Kyle Rayner villains have been? Uh, killed off because he's a big proponent of saying they've been systematically wiped off and wiped off and wiped off and he, he went to list them for me and I'm like yeah that sounds really bad that all his villains are dead now and like, even Amansur who we just mentioned like he's no longer no longer around it's like you can't find a Kyle Rayner villain you can't find a Kyle Rayner girlfriend you can't even find any of those people you saw in that bar scene in the first issue, you can't even you can't even find half his history. There is no Kyle Rayner history. 
And I think that's essentially what we're getting at here is like there is no history. Anytime Tony Bedar from here on out mentions anything that we knew or halfway mentions anything that we knew from the past, we should consider it a blessing because now we get to find, you know, piece the puzzle back together of what his history was because right now it's. It doesn't exist. There is no Kyle Rayner history. He, he needs a he six-part Kyle Rayner origin story just to explain yeah, everything. Technically, there is no Kyle Rayner. That's that's the that's that's what we're getting. He, he, he's like the character from Ghost. He thinks he's there, but he's not really. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here that uh, Kyle Rayner's history doesn't exist, and we're pretty sad about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there's well, there's we, we, I, issues coming in September, so hopefully, you, you know, but you know. But you know you know, between all between all of this and uh, the whole setup with uh, what happened to stuff like the entities and all that stuff, we could really have a lot to ask Tony next time he comes on. Yeah, you know, I, I know I've gotten a little bit off topic with the entities. Go there with the glaring plot holes and what's, you know what have you. So the green of the of the New Fifty Two, but it it's it's out there. You know, I, I mean, many of them go into the into the state that you know there's a new universe. Deal with it. You know, love it for what it is. But many fans who have been, you know, reading the book and didn't ever drop the book when the when the New Fifty Two happened and kept going, you know, in hopes that you know their 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 demands and their 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 prayers will be answered with the higher up telling them that no, not everything has changed. Yes, we're changing slight different 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 things here. You know, we're giving Superman new costume. Batman's kind of pretty much stays the same. Green Lantern's pretty much you know a done deal. But it's hard to take it at face value when we know that there's so many things that haven't been explained that you know you can tell us that you know from here to here these things these events happen just slightly different but without but with knowing that the pool it's an open sandbox world you know you can't just tell us these events happen but it can't you can't tell it but there's there isn't a cascading wave happening throughout the universe saying like if this event happened how can it possibly happen without this catalyst it's it's weird. It's just you know it's just something that we 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 started thinking about and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and that's sort of throwing most people off. But, but again, not throwing so many people off because their sales have been going up and staying sort of plateau right now. But yeah, we'll wait till the next event story arc and eventually skyrocket again. Uh, but with that being said. We're gonna stay tuned for the next for the next events. What's going on with Greenland? And of course, come on, we got the Third Army rising up. We have you know how Jordan has to save the day somehow with the, all the you know with his band of misfits, you know, in tow. And Kyle Rayner has to draw his way into victory in some facet, right? I mean, he did that last time. Drew in a book, saved the Trotters' life. You think that guy gave him any thanks? No. It's. What happens, if they do, what happens if they do kill all the lanterns? Everybody dies but Guy. Just Hal's gone, Kyle's gone, John's gone, just Guy is left. Well, technically, if Guy is the last, and he, the last Green Lantern and becomes the, the new era of there being only a solo Green Lantern, the Green Lantern, and it's Guy Gardner, we're all going to have to start thinking about a new podcast soon. <laughs> oh. Yes. Stay tuned next time, everybody. We'll be back here. Reading, telling you all our, our thoughts on Green Lantern, telling you all our thoughts on what's going on in the DC Universe. Uh, till then, stay green and keep your rings charged. Be sure to check us out at www.thegreenlanterncore.com. You can also email us at contact at thegreenlanterncore.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the GL Core. 
And be sure to check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash glspotlight. You can reach our voicemail line at 313-GL1-2814. That's 313-451-2814. Thanks for listening and check us out next time. And please stop masturbating when I'm talking to you. Be sure to check out Kirby Crackle, performers of our opening theme, Ring Capacity, at www.kirbycracklemusic.com. Also check out the Roy Clark Method, performance of our ending theme, Sector 2814, at freeweb.com slash Method. magic green it is the color green it can do anything sometimes it speaks to me it says how what have you done with your life people around you keep dying use your will to right the wrong and don't make us wait So I think I, I think I can hear Brandon seething now. Maybe we should. Uh, no, because I, no, I, I honestly want to know his opinion on this. Blood, Brandon. What? <laughs> blood. Blood. Is my he just opinion. he calls. Guys, he's calling. Calm down. I can't hear him say blood over his microphone. Say, say, can you repeat that again? Blood. I see. Whose blood are you looking for? Everyone's, specifically, specifically? fat guys named Dio. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> gotcha.